0: Hi. Hello. Welcome. Welcome. Episode number four. What up? We made it. Thanks for sticking through the awkward. Yes, we appreciate it.
1: <laughs> you have found babes and booze. We're the babes.
0: Giving you booze.
1: That's what's up.
0: That is what's up.
1: Jordan's got a joke for us. <laughs> really excited. So, right. my
0: grandfather told me today. And you know what? I laughed a lot harder than I should have because. My grandfather's one of those guys who just tells the same jokes over and over again, and I've heard it before. Gotta love him. But it was funny. So, <laughs> what do you call <laughs> a cow with two legs? I don't know what. <laughs> Lean beef. <laughs> what do you call a cow with no legs?
1: Ground beef. Oh, you ruined him. <laughs> yeah. You know how I know that one? How? Because <laughs> Joe's told it to me before.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So my grandfather um, moved up moved up to Michigan this weekend. Mm. He's here to stay. Oh yeah. Um, yeah.
1: Is he living with your parents?
0: He is, currently. Yes. Um, they're in the they. My mom just filled out an application for him to live in an apartment.
1: Cool. Yeah.
0: They're already buttonheads. <laughs>
1: uh, I can't imagine. He is a very stubborn little man. Yeah,
0: he's 82 years old, so trying to tell him what's what is not going to happen.
1: And isn't he like completely blind as well? Ah, uh,
0: yes. Yeah. Okay. Yep, yep. He's legally blind. hmm So, oh, I have some shout-outs. I'm gonna give oh. some shout-outs. Oh, I love shout-outs. Let's so, give a shout-out. yes, I want to shout out some of my coworkers for listening. Lauren. Angels. Yeah, Lauren. Little little gem that she is. Um, she's actually like a blonde bombshell, but it's fine.
1: Nice.
0: Love yeah. you, Lauren. I know, she's so cute. Um, super tall, skinny, blonde, like all the things you want. That David Lauren. She's perfect. <laughs> Why are you this? Way? <laughs> Lauren mm. and Allie, my new partner in crime. We call ourselves the Queens of Compliance. (laughs) Amazing. Yeah, she's awesome. That's cute. So thanks for listening, guys, and being supportive.
1: Love you all for listening and being supportive.
0: Yeah, and my dad, I got him all set up on Spotify. He's going to listen. Although, I I don't know if he'll make it to episode four. It might be too scary (laughs) for him. (laughs) We'll see. We'll see.
1: I definitely told my parents about it. But like my mom only listens to NPR, so we'll see.
0: We'll see. (laughs) That's okay. Um, yeah. Oh, let's let's tell our drinks drinks this week. Um,
1: I forgot what it's called.
0: Um, It has a name. It does have a name. Let's look. Name is what is it?
1: What is it? Oh, here it is. The bloody vampire. Oh, okay. Okay. So, this fun little cocktail has uh, two ounces of vodka, two ounces of cranberry juice, and a splash of ginger ale. And then you're supposed to put dry ice in it to make it look all smoky, but
0: mm.
1: ain't nobody got time for that. Right. And then you uh, garnish with a maraschino cherry. Yeah. Um, if you want my input, uh, I just did equal parts um, cranberry and ginger ale because I fucking love Werner's. Go, Michigan.
0: <laughs> is okay. it from Michigan Dude, did I not know
1: that pure Michigan oh. right on the
0: bottle well fuck me then <laughs>
1: whoopsie yes Verner's and Fago is what's up yeah love it um so yeah this is uh, a yummy little little drink little tart
0: oh do you want to tell everyone what you did this weekend oh
1: yeah 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 um okay so We went to the show. Let me pull up the website. Um, We went to this show. We
0: highly recommend everyone to do it if it comes to your city.
1: Yeah, it's a touring show um, called Evil Dead the Musical. And it's fucking hilarious. It's raunchy as hell, and I love it. Um, So it's like a spin off of the Evil Dead. The movie. Movies, yeah. Oh, yeah. So they tour all over the country. Yeah. and it's this group, um, the same group usually is in it each year. Um, and they're totally excellent. They're so fucking hilarious. They're also so fucking talented. The voices on some of these people. Um, there was a new girl playing Cheryl this year. Oh, okay. Oh my God, she was so good. I was like, she started singing, and I like my floor just my my floor my jaw hit the floor, <laughs> like because it's <clears throat> usually in like a really small theater, like the theater that we go and see it maybe fits like what, like between fifty and seventy five people. Yeah, it's not like very very big. Yeah, and um. So we go, and it's like a really intimate setting. So they don't have like a lot of like mics and hardware and stuff. So like their voices just really have to carry. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, so it's just so good. good. And, and I just love going every year. Um, and they get like really into like crowd participation. And like, people are screaming the lines and they like heckle. Um, and like, the actors just kind of like go with it. And it's so funny. And then if you've seen Evil Then um, the movie, you know that it's, like, kind of, it's, like, stupidly gory, and so they definitely play on that, and there's, like, the first, um, five rows are a splash zone, so, like, we <clears throat> all, like, wear white t-shirts and get splattered with fake blood, and it's awesome and so fun, and if it comes to your city, you should totally, totally, totally see it. Hashtag not sponsored. <laughs>
0: Um, I went and saw the Halloween, the new Halloween movie this weekend.
1: And tell us about it. Now, Jordan, Jordan <laughs> loves the Halloween movies. She uh, has stuffed Michael Myers I do. in her bedroom. I do. Her son knows Michael Myers. He does. He calls him Michael Liars, and it makes my heart so full.
0: Yeah. Yes. Um, so I actually, you know, I thought it was really good. I really did. I really liked it. Um, it just, I just expected more because of the way that it was advertised, you know? Mm -hmm. I just, it was really hyped up and it wasn't like, it didn't reach the hype that I thought it was going to, but it was still a really good movie. All right.
1: We saw, um, we saw the Goosebumps movie. (laughs) So.
0: (laughs) I'm surprised you guys didn't go see Halloween. You just.
1: We had talked about it and then. Um, cause we had also heard like a lot of people saying like, it just didn't live up to the hype. And then I was like, well, let's text Jordan because she knows. <laughs> and, um, you, and then you said that and we were just kind of like, okay, whatever. Like, let's just see whatever.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: and Joe really liked the first like, one. The first one. He thought it was like really like,
0: cool. I've never seen it. It's on Netflix. I should watch it. Um,
1: yeah, it's like, it's cute. Like it's. A good movie. It's mm-hmm. not actually scary by any means. But yeah. it's like a fun kind of campy movie.
0: Okay.
1: Um, the second one... Uh, it was really campy. Like it was really kiddish. Mm. Like I just felt like it was a little too kiddy for me. Yeah. Personally. But that'll all be fine. Once I start watching that house on hill, a hill on the house, house on the hill. That
0: was the cool. Haunting of Hill House. That's it. Yeah. That's that, the one. I know everyone's been talking about it, but it's yeah. really good.
1: I saw like, um, like a thing on Facebook or something mm-hmm. that like it was making people like pass out. Yeah.
0: So you know, I don't think it's a, that scary, but I'm only on episode six. <laughs> And there's 10 episodes, so maybe I'm missing something. Maybe you'll get there. Yeah. Joe told me, he Snapchatted me and was like, you need to stop what you're doing and watch this TV show.
1: Yeah.
0: He was like...
1: He sent that to me, too, and then he sent me a follow-up that snap that said, not you... You have to wait to watch it with
0: me. Oh. (laughs) Yeah. He was like, you need to watch it. And he goes, the first episode made me jump. Not like James watching It, but close to it. Oh, my God. (laughs) That was
1: the funniest fucking
0: thing. So when when the the It movie came out, the new one, the four of us, it was uh, me and my husband and Sarah and Joe. We went and saw it. And my husband, James. Literally, like, jumped ten ah. feet in the air and then screamed, and yelled in the theater. In the theater, it
1: was so loud, and I thought it was the guy behind <laughs> us. And Joe and Jordan were cracking up, and I was like, "Oh no, that was so funny!" And Jordan was like, "That was James." <laughs> it was amazing. And he will
0: never live that down. Never, never.
1: I love that movie. I should watch that again sometime soon.
0: I own it. Perfect. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, the second one's coming out soon, too, isn't it?
0: Mm, yeah, I think next year.
1: Oh, really? The that far away? That's yeah, I
0: think so. Speaking of coming out. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
1: um, <laughs> that was poor choice <laughs> um, When is Stranger Things coming out?
0: I don't know, but it should be soon, I feel like.
1: Because I need my children.
0: I know. I'm I'm like dying. I know. Those kids are so fucking cute.
1: I follow Millie Bobby Brown on Instagram and I just like.
0: Want to be her? She's only 13, but like I want to be her friend. Right.
1: You're like, I'm like, oh, I'm I'm 24 years old, but friends? (laughs)
0: Like,
1: you want to go to Starbucks and get frappuccinos? I'm game. Go to the mall.
0: Limited to? No,
1: that doesn't exist anymore. Oh, it doesn't? No, it's justice now. Oh. All the limited twos became justice. Oh. I think all
0: of them. Well, fuck me then.
1: I know. All my students come in and are
0: like decked out in justice. I'm like, all right. Honestly, my kid probably will be too. (laughs) I mean, we know. (laughs) Okay. So my story today, I thought was kind of festive, um, giving, and I'll, uh. I'll speak more to that after I tell you what it is, but it's the Dybbuk wine box. Oh my God! Fuck you, Post Malone. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'm gonna chat about that in my story, um, oh. and I have the video pulled up so you can watch it.
1: Good. I haven't actually watched the video because I'm. It just. It stresses me out. It's
0: gonna stress you out even more w- when you watch the video.
1: Uh, he. I just. But also, you sh- tagged me in that thing that um, they're gonna open it.
0: Apparently, but I tried to look it up. So I tried to go on Travel Channel. Okay, so rewind. Let us share what we're share what we're talking about with everyone. Yes. Ghost Adventures. Um, Zach Bagans. That's how you say his name. But oh, it's Bagans. It's Bagans. But. Em and Christine pronounce it wrong on purpose because they don't like him. Oh. So they. So if anyone doesn't Bagans, listen to... <laughs>
1: Baggins sounds wrong.
0: I know. It should be but. Zach Baggins. So if anyone doesn't listen to, and that's why we drink, you need to listen to them. Em and Christine are the bomb. And Christine got blocked by Zach Baggins... For some reason, I don't even remember why. Um, but apparently Ghost Adventures is going to open said Dybbuk box. Right, because
1: it's in their
0: Haunted thing museum, right? Yeah, Zach Baggins Haunted Museum in Las Vegas. He has it there. Gotcha. Which is where Post Malone found it. Because apparently him and Zach Baggins are friends. He's been on, like, Ghost Adventure episodes, apparently. I don't know. What? <laughs> what?
1: I'll have to look into that.
0: (laughs) Okay, so, the Dybbuk box. Um, Dybbuk comes from the Hebeu. 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 I've drank in too much alcohol.
1: She says as her glass is literally one-eighth empty. (laughs) It's like three sips are gone. (laughs) This is what happens when you have children. (laughs) That is
0: so true. (laughs) Um, Okay, so it comes from the Hebrew word, cling. Um, In the Hebrew tradition, a Dybbuk is a malicious spirit that is bound on the earth to an object or person to complete unfinished business. The Dybbuk box story that has taken a paranormal world by storm is about a small wine cabinet that was brought to America by a Polish Holocaust survivor named Havela. The history of the Dipic box is a fascinating one that will take you from pre World War II to present. Oh. Yes. So, Havela acquired the box in Spain before her immigration to America. She kept the box hidden away safely in her sewing cabinet for the rest of her life. In, her, in 2003, after her death, her family held an estate sale, and a man named Kevin Manis purchased the box. He later reached out to the granddaughter to make sure they had intended to sell it because it had thought to be a family heirloom because it was so old. Right. Naturally.
1: Well, I mean, I feel like it should be. I mean, it came, it traveled through the Holocaust. Yeah. That's kind of insane. Not a lot of shit got out of there.
0: Um, definitely not. You know what that reminds me of? Hmm. In, um, oh, what's that movie? Oh, what's the movie when the, all the guys go to Vegas? Oh, I can't oh, think of it. A Hangover? Uh, yeah, The Hangover. When he's like, I gave her my my grandmother's Holocaust ring. They were they gave out rings in the Holocaust? Oh, my God. That <laughs> <laughs> movie's so fucking I dumb. I know. It is dumb. It is dumb, but it's just like one of those movies that you love because it's you, so dumb. Yeah, exactly. You like love Step Brothers. Dumb. I love Step Brothers.
1: I know. So do I. I hate that I love Step Brothers. I know, <laughs>
0: but I love it.
1: It's so good.
0: Um, okay, so Manus um, then learned that she had had the box since she was a young woman. Manus offered to return the box, but the granddaughter insisted that he keep it. Well, no shit, because it was haunted as fuck. Um, she explained that it had sat in her grandmother's sewing room, unopened for years because of the, of the Dybbuk that was inside of it. So they told him after the fact that after he had purchased it and took it home, that it was haunted. Wait, what's a Did you Were you not listening in the beginning of the story? No. A Dybbuk? Is a malicious spirit that is bound on earth to an object or person oh. to complete unfinished business. You
1: mean the first bullet point on your notes? Yes. Okay. Sorry, my, is, my listening ears were still heating up. Okay. Okay.
0: Okay. okay. It's so, malicious. Yes, it's a malicious spirit. But it's, so it's not a demon. Um. No. Okay. It. I mean, it could be. God damn it, James. Oh no, it was my mom. Oh. She just booked. Still, god damn it, James. <laughs> she booked. Um. We'll lodge for Casey's birthday. Oh, that's exciting! Yeah, we're gonna surprise him. He doesn't know his cousins are coming and everything. Oh my god! He's gonna be She's so gonna surprised! Be yeah, I know. He's gonna be so excited. Okay. Um. In the documentary, apparently, there's a documentary about it. I tried to look for it on the internet, but I couldn't find it. Mm-hmm. Um, Manis said that he owned an antique furniture business in Portland, Oregon. Hashtag Missy Makayla where she lives. Um, well, if she knew that this was a thing where she lives, she wouldn't live there anymore. No, I tell no, you that she much. Not. She
1: would get in her little PT cruiser and, and fill it with diesel and drive.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, Makayla! <Makyla. laughs> I love her. I love her so much. Okay, so when he uh, brought it back to his warehouse, an hour later, an em- employee called and said that someone was in the workshop smashing things and cursing. That's rude. She claimed that the intruder had locked her inside. When Manus arrived, the doors were still locked, but there was no sign of an intruder. There were smashed light bulbs everywhere, and it smelled like cat urine, which is a really unfortunate that is so smell. Upsetting. The salesperson quit that day after working there for two years. I'd probably quit too, to be honest. Uh, Yeah. Okay. Although he initially didn't believe that the box had anything to do with the events that follow, Manis reported a series of horrific experiences while in possession of the cabinet. And then I put in quotation marks, how did he not know these were related? (laughs) Exclamation point, question mark. I mean, like, honestly. Didn't she tell her? If terrible things start happening to you, wouldn't you go back to where they first started and kind of put that together?
1: Sometimes people don't realize how terrible the terrible things that are happening to them are. Yeah,
0: I guess. So (laughs) (laughs) um, He had horrible nightmares, usually about friends or loved ones turning into a demonic beast and beating him while the box was in his house. And then I put all in caps locks. Why would you bring it into your house? Really, though? <laughs> oh, my God. What a butt. <clears throat> you know, this is the best part.
1: Oh, good. I'm excited.
0: He gave it to his mother for her birthday. The same day she suffered, she suffered a stroke. Oh, after her, wrote, after her stroke, she wrote on a piece of paper, hate gift. And then gave it back to him. <laughs> Love you, Mom. <laughs>
1: That's amazing.
0: Hate gift. <laughs>
1: That's amazing.
0: So, after his mom gave it back, um, he thought it would be a great idea to give it to his sister. He just keeps trying to give it Stop away to people. giving it away! She kept it for one week and then returned it, saying that the doors of the box wouldn't stay shut. After that, his brother took it and then returned it. He claimed it smelled like jasmine, but his wife smelled cat urine. Manus took the box and his girlfriend asked him to sell it. No yeah, no shit. Yeah, okay, we clearly know who has the brains in this relationship. Right. I'm just saying, like... After he gave it to his mom and she had a stroke, why would he try to give it to anyone else? Unless he didn't like them. I mean, I, I guess that's but true. That's still kind of rude. I mean, yeah. Still rude. So, <clears throat> where was I? Oh. Um, he sold it to a middle-aged couple, and a few days later, he found it on his doorstep with a note saying, This has bad darkness.
1: Yikes.
0: So he kept trying to get rid of it and it just kept coming back.
1: Dude, give it to like a historical society. They never give that shit back.
0: I know. Even if it is haunted. Okay. So, um, Manus wanted to destroy the cabinet, but he didn't know what would happen. So he decided to try and sell it. Um, Here is a quote from his original eBay post. Um, I would destroy the thing in a second, except I really don't have um, any understanding of what I may or may not be dealing with. I'm afraid that if I destroy the cabinet, whatever it is that seems to have come with the cabinet may just stay here with me. I have been told that there are people who shop on eBay that understand these things and are specifically looking for these kinds of items. If you are one of these people, please, please buy this cabinet and do whatever you do with the thing like this? Help me. Oh, yeah. Also, why would you be trying to buy it? Just give it to someone. Post it on eBay for free if for you want to get yeah. if you want to get rid that's of it what that I badly. Was yeah. Well, he's. Yeah. That's that.
1: It's that's together
0: too. That's that. Um, so he ended up selling it to someone on eBay, making sure to relay that the information about what he had experienced with it. Um, the last. Person to auction the box on eBay was a Lucif Netzel, a student at Truman State University in Missouri. Um, So Lewis or Lucif, um, he claimed that the cabinet caused him and his roommates to to suffer various health problems, um, light bulbs breaking, a bug infestation, odd smells, and more. His hair began to fall out. Um, he went to the doctor and all of his tests came back negative, so he attributed the hair loss to stress.
1: Yeah, we'll go with or that. Or your demon box. Right. Or are you're, you're not demon box.
0: Yeah, I would probably say that that's oh. what it is. Um, <clears throat> so when he had had enough, Lucif sold the cabinet to a Jason Haxton, the director of the Museum of Osteopathic Medicine. He thought the mysterious box was a historical puzzle. He talked he talked to a reporter and said it came from somewhere. It was it was made for a reason. What is it and why is it? After a short time, Hexton began to develop strange health problems such as hives, coughing up blood, and head-to-toe welts. He soon decided to leave it in a storage unit. I would do the same thing. Yeah. Um
1: Head to Toe
0: Well, yeah. Are you fucking
1: kidding me? No. It's not worth it.
0: I agree. I agree. Thanks, dude. Um, One night, the smoke alarm in the units went off, Mm. and when he went to go see what was going on, there was no sign of smoke. Creepy. Okay. Um, He was curious, so he brought the Dybbuk box home. Don't do that. And began to research it.
1: You could have left it in the unit, storage unit, and And still researched it. I I agree. Take some Um, pictures of it, bro. Come on, man.
0: Yeah. So one evening, he fell asleep uh, near his computer, and when he woke up, he saw a shadow on the wall moving away from him. Um, Yeah, after a while, Jason began wondering if something could be wrong with the story behind the Dippet box. He noticed several small details that could prove the history to be false. (sighs) He needed to close the loopholes before he could write the book he was planning. So he wanted to write a book. I wonder if he did write the book. I should have found that out. Should have found that out. We'll work on it. Um, For example, there were similarities between Manus' mother and Havela. Both ladies were Jewish and died at the age 103.
1: Oh, my God.
0: Wanting to know more information, Jason called Kevin Manis to ask him more questions about how he came across the box and then asked him to help eliminate the Dybbuk. So Kevin went back to his house where he purchased the box, and the granddaughter gave him a name, Sophie, which was Havela's cousin. Sophie indicated that between the two world wars... Seances were very popular. I don't know what? why. This is. I just I just, like. Why are seances popular?
1: I don't understand. There's so many reasons not to do a seance,
0: and this is one of them. Yes, <laughs> really,
1: at like the top of the list.
0: I yeah. Um, Sophie and Havela had made a spirit board and somehow huh. came in contact with otherworldly beings. I put demons in parentheses. <laughs> <emphases>. Demons! <laughs> um, she suspected that the negative energy of the impending war probably attracted evil spirits. And then I put, gee, you don't say. God damn it, Jordan. <laughs> Lavella and Sophie tried to bind the spirit they summoned, but failed. This happened on November 1938, the night of Kristallnacht. So, after the war, they tried to bind it again, and they were able to trap it inside the wine cabinet. So, let me rewind. Kristallnacht. Do you know what that is? Just for the listeners, why don't you <laughs> explain it? So, it's the night of broken glass. Okay. Okay. And um, people say that this was the beginning to the end of the Holocaust. This oh. was the beginning of the Holocaust. So the Nazis, mm-hmm. um, the SS, were just storming streets. They were breaking, um, they burned synagogues, they torched um stuff in the streets they like broke into jewish businesses that's why it's called the night of broken glass because they were breaking windows and stuff yeah so um a ton of people actually were arrested and sent to buchenwald like that was like the beginning of people being sent to the concentration camps and stuff um and actually while I was an intern at the holocaust memorial center Um, I actually did a project on Kristallnacht and talked to um, survivors that were there. (gasps) So I know a lot about it, actually.
1: That is insane.
0: Yeah. So um, if anyone lives in Michigan and has a free Sunday afternoon, because they're not open on Saturdays, they are open on Sundays, the Holocaust Memorial Center actually has a um, Torah from Kristallnacht that survived.
1: Whoa! So
0: yeah, super cool. If you guys are interested, definitely should go there.
1: Nice. Um,
0: so they believe that the them summoning the spirit was the cause of World War Two. That's a bit extreme. I agree.
1: However, it's an interesting fact that they happened <clears throat> at the same time, and this is such yeah. A, I mean,
0: mm-hmm.
1: as we go on, we'll you'll find out the severity and intensity of the divot box.
0: Yeah. So, after getting the history of the wine cabinet, Jason began to grow more curious as, you know.
1: What's Jason's last name real quick?
0: Haxton. H-A-X-T-O-N.
1: He did, in fact, write the book. It oh. It came out November 1st, 2011.
0: Ooh, I'm going to have to put that on my read and list. it is $20 on Amazon. Oh, I'm definitely going to have to put that on my read list. Fun fact. Um, <clears throat> so, um, he did more research. He came up with um, a name, Harry Hamilton Laughlin. Um, I put in parentheses that he was a douchebag. Um, I don't remember why. Oh, 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 this is why. Oh, okay. Harry was <laughs> famous for his role in the eugenics movement. Oh, douchebag. So, yeah, definitely a ju- douchebag, um, which obviously, if you didn't know, eugenics um, inspired Hitler to create the super race. Mm-hmm. Um, it was because of this movement that Hitler attempted to eliminate the races that were considered inferior. Jews. Um. Actually, fun fact. I'm ready. I'm sorry with the fun facts that they're I'm probably not so, that fun. I'm so here for it. So the meeting, um, the Vonsee conference, mm-hmm. where they had decided the final solution, which <clears throat> was just killing everyone. Mm-hmm. Hitler wasn't even there. He wasn't even at that conference. He and did.
1: Who made the decision?
0: Um. It was a bunch of his like uppers, like a bunch of his close peep- peeps.
1: I'm twitching.
0: Yeah, so he wasn't even there. Of course he approved it. He was like, this is a great idea. Thanks for coming up with this. But he wasn't there. Yeah. No. Yeah. No, thank you. So that's a fun fact. Yeah. So, yeah. Interestingly enough, Laughlin attended the university that would later be known as Truman State University, which was the school that Lucev Netzel attended. So it was the same school. That that other guy who bought the Dybbuk box uh-huh. went to. Oh. Interesting. Winky dink. Yeah. I think not. Isn't that interesting? That is interesting. So Hexon believes that the spirit possessing the box is on a mission to show them the truth about the Holocaust. Um, he met with a psychic medium who sensed death and fear surrounding the box. When she touched the box, she felt a stabbing pain in her left ribs and her head. She believed that those sensations had something to do with the original owner of the box. So after that, Jason consulted various rabbis about how to seal the dibek box. He secured it um, in an ark that he had construction, constructed out of Akia wood and gold. I don't know what Akia wood and gold is, um, but it was a replication, uh, repli- a replicated, a replication. That was right. Yeah, I don't. I'm sorry. I'm trying to read, and my Words eyes are going cross-eyed. Words the Ark of the Covenant, um, which contained the original Ten Commandments, mm. Um, mm. so was very. It was, uh, you know, heavily on the religious aspect. I guess. Very blessed. Yes, very Hashtag blessed. blessed. #Hashtag blessed. Um, he then hid it in a secret location that he would not reveal to anyone. That is until someone with a big wallet came along. I added that in. <laughs> <laughs> so present day, present day, we're here, and actually it's not as present <clears throat> as in 2017. Um, it is in the possession of Zach Baggins, the guy from Ghost Hunters. You mean Zach
1: Ba- Baggins? Bagans?
0: I, I guess that's how he says it. I don't really it know.
1: Sounds it
0: looks like un- Baggins to me. It looks
1: like Baggins, and Baggins <clears throat> sounds unnatural. I'm sorry to the Baggins family.
0: I agree. So he has a haunted museum in Las Vegas that holds a number of haunted items, such as an actual mummy. What? Yeah, Peggy the doll, Michael Jackson's death scene chair. I don't know what that means. Ed Gein's cauldron and Dr. Uh, Jack Kevorkian's van and the Dybbuk box. So uh, he's got a lot of cool. Holy
1: fuck. We need to go there.
0: We really do. I want to go here. It's on my list of places <clears> to go. Hashtag Patreon content. <laughs> so um, from the museum website, this is what it says. Um, the dibic box Known as the world's most haunted object, the vintage wine cabinet inspired the movie The Possession mm. um, and is said to, would ha- um, to house a malicious spirit. Shortly following its arrival, mysterious um, protruding holes began to appear in the walls around the artifact as if someone was trying to break out with, from within the exhibit. Whoa. A Las Vegas marketing executive and Baggins both witnessed a black cloaked figure pass through the exhibit's <clears throat> closed doors during a private tour. This has been seen by multiple guests and staff at the museum. So the movie, The Possession, is based on the Dybbuk box. Uh, recently in the news, this is my favorite part, Post Malone. Post Malone. <laughs> so let's talk about Post Malone for a second. So, um, he so he touched the Dybbuk box. So he touched the Dybbuk box while visiting the museum, but he actually didn't touch it directly. Oh, he didn't? No. So if you watch the video, Zach fucking Baggins... Touch, touched it. Okay. And Post Malone touched him. So, oh, yeah. No. So, I'll show you the video and you'll be like, what okay. the fuck? Both of you guys are dumbasses. Um, so, yeah. So, Zach Baggins touched it and Post Malone put his hand on his shoulder while his hand was still on the Dybbuk box. So, let me show you the video. Show me the video. Um, it's crazy. Okay. <clears throat> They're du- clearly, they're drinking, too. There's, like, alcohol involved, of course. Yeah, oh. And Hold David on. Adds. We don't want to listen right. to the well, ads. We're going to
1: cut this out anyway.
0: <laughs> Go away. I hate ads. Oh, my God. This is such a long ad. Jordan, what have you been looking up on your computer? They're giving you sleep. I don't know. Oh, it's Casper. Casper. That's why. Look, here it is. So his hand is on the fucking box. And Posty's like, yeah, I'm out of here, dude. And then he fucking touches him. Like a dumbass. Oh, so Post Malone didn't actually touch it. No. Not unless there's a different video, but this is from TMZ. I thought it was a reliable source. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> wait what is this? does he have a flask in his hand yeah i told you there was drinking look at him and then they run out of there they're like yeah peace oh my god <laughs> so he didn't even really touch the box but isn't like shit going isn't like a bunch of crap
1: happening to him right now
0: yeah so i have i have everything oh okay so, um, I guess Posty and Zach are friends because Post Malone has been on an episode of Ghost Adventures. I said that already, But it was in my notes. Um, but since the Big Box incident, Post Malone has had three near-death experiences.
1: Holy fuck.
0: Yeah. So, a plane malfunction um the plane blew two tires while taking off and had to make an emergency landing so his plane almost crashed while he was taking yeah, off
1: yeah holy crap
0: um he was in a car accident um he was in the passenger and his assistant he was in the passenger seat and his assistant was driving they hit a car and spun out hit a fence and finally landed on some bushes oh my god yeah and a break in so this is this is the craziest one so these people apparently broke in trying to rob Post Malone and broke. they broke into the wrong house because Post Malone doesn't even live in that house anymore. Um, I think the creepiest thing is that they were breaking in to intentionally rob him. Not only were they just breaking, they weren't just breaking into a random house. The person who currently lives there was pistol whipped while the intruders were yelling, where is Post Malone? And the suspects made off with $20,000 in cash and jewelry. So they oh, were looking specifically for okay. him. So, and they had a gun. So who would have known what would have happened? They probably would have tried to kill him. Right. Isn't Holy that fucking shit. crazy? Yeah.
1: That is fucking crazy.
0: Um, oh, and then I put, but also, can we just talk about the fact that fucking Zach Baggins touched the Dippet box? Like, he knows better.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he does know better. What the shit?
0: Yeah. So that is the dipit box, y'all.
1: <sighs> I have anxiety.
0: Isn't that insane?
1: That is insane.
0: Makes me wanna watch the possession though, because I've never seen that movie. I've never seen
1: that movie either. looks oh, like we know what we're doing next weekend.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh. I well and I wanna find <clears throat> out about who's gonna open the Divot Box. And because yeah. there was talk that here, let's Google it. Is Zach Bagans <laughs> going to open the di- box? All right, haunted museum. Um, you know I don't see anything about him opening it. Maybe I know that that's what I just, was. Um, maybe that was just a clickbait.
0: Maybe it was. I don't know. I thought I read. I read it on the on Facebook, and then I was like, "Oh, interesting," but I couldn't find anything else about it. So All
1: right. <clears throat> we'll keep you posted. Yeah, if that happens.
0: We'll definitely let you know.
1: Um, I'm really excited about this one.
0: Ooh, tell me everything. So,
1: this one is called Gateway of the Mind.
0: Ooh.
1: Mm-hmm-hmm. So, <clears throat> In 1983, a team of scientists conducted a radical experiment in in an undisclosed facility. The scientists um were experimenting on what would happen if a human had no access to any senses or ways to perceive stimuli Um, and if they would be able to perceive the presence of God. Hmm. So they believed that the five senses clouded our awareness of eternity, and without them, that a human could establish contact with God by thought. Um, so an elderly man uh, who claimed he had nothing left to live for was the only test subject to volunteer <clears throat> for this because why the fuck would you volunteer for that? Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so to purge him of all his senses, the scientists performed a complex operation in which every sensory nerve connection to the brain was surgically severed. Although the um, test subject retained full muscular function, he could not see, hear, taste, smell, or feel. So with no possible way to communicate or even sense the outside world, he was alone with his thoughts. So, like, can, like I, when I was, like, doing my notes, I was like, I can't even like, fathom what it would be like. Like, you literally, you can't even feel, like, pressure on you. Like, people could be holding you down, and you wouldn't be able to feel it. You just would be flailing. Like, or imagine trying, like, have you ever tried to talk with headphones on, and you talk way too loud, and you're, like, slurring your words? Yeah. Because you can't hear yourself? Like, Mm -hmm. it's just crazy. So, he can still talk and move, and, like, do, like, have basic human function. Yeah. But he can't, like, perceive that he's doing it. So... And the scientists monitored him as he spoke aloud about the state of mind um, in jumbled, slurred sentences that he couldn't even hear. After four days, the man claimed to be hearing hushed, unintelligible voices in his head, assuming it was <clears throat> an onset of psychosis. The scientists paid a little um, paid little attention to the man's concerns, so he started like freaking out. Um, two days later, the man cried that he could hear his dead wife speaking with him. (gasps) No. So sad. Um, And even more, he could communicate back. The scientists were intrigued, but were not convinced until the subject started naming dead relatives of the scientists. He repeated personal information to the scientists that only their dead spouses and parents would have known. At this point, a sizable portion of the scientists left the study. After a week of conversing with the deceased through his thoughts, the subject became distressed, saying that the voices were overwhelming. In every waking moment, his consciousness was bombarded with primitive voices. He was too long. He frequently threw himself against the wall, trying to elicit a pain response. He begged the scientists for. For sedatives so he could escape the voices by sleeping. This tactic worked for three days. So they had him like just put out for three days because he couldn't sleep. Until he started having severe night terrors. The subject repeatedly Mm. said that he could see and hear the deceased in his dreams now. Only a day later the subject began to scream and claw his non functional eyes hoping to sense something in the physical world. The hysterical subject now said that the voices of the dead were um, hostile and speaking of hell and the end of the world. At one point he yelled, No heaven, no forgiveness, for five hours straight. He continually begged to be killed, but the scientists were convinced that he was close to establishing contact with God. So, quick point... I question these scientists because, like, science and God are not.
0: They don't necessarily go hand in hand.
1: Yeah, they don't intertwine. Yeah. So, hmm, hmm, that's what I have to say. (laughs) Um, After another day, the subject could no longer form coherent sentences. Seemingly mad, he started to bite off chunks of flesh from his own arm. Scientists rushed "'into the test chamber and restrained him to a table "'so he could not kill himself. "'After a few hours of being tied down, "'the subject halted struggling and screaming. "'He stared blankly at the ceiling "'as teardrops silently streaked across his face. "'For two weeks, the subject had been manually rehydrated "'due to his constant crying. "'Eventually, he turned his head despite his blindness.' made focused eye contact with the scientists for the first time in the study, and he whispered, I have spoken with God and he has abandoned us. And all vital signs stopped, and there was no apparent cause of death. Follow-up study. 2000. Dr. GF, Department of Neurology, San Francisco, um... And then it says, San Francisco, California. A recent study of degenerative disease which targets the motor function and cognitive decline often leads to hallucinations of the deceased. The death of targeted cells and chemicals in the brain by this disease leads to loss of smell, among other senses. The cause of this disease is unknown. Hallucinations present in 39.8% of patients... Falling into three categories. um, Sensation of a presence or person. um, A sideways passage, so commonly of an animal, or illusions. uh, Present in 25.5% of patients. Isolation occurrence in 14.3. Formed visual hallucinations. Present in 22.2%. and auditory hallucinations in 97.7%. Wow.
0: So,
1: um, while this story is not, not real. Oh, it's um, not? No. Oh. No, this is not real. Oh. However, <clears throat> um, studies of sensory deprivation are real.
0: Um, don't they do that though? Like isn't sensory deprivation like a thing that people do to relax? Like they don't, they go in those little pod things.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'll segue to that first. Oh, so, okay. <laughs> sorry. No, it's okay. Um, so sensory, uh, sensory deprivation, um, has been, uh, used as a form of therapy with positive benefits. So those who engage in sensory deprivation that lie in chambers or float in tanks, Um, A typical session lasts about an hour and is said to induce relaxation and even aid in smoking and alcohol abstinence. So, like, um, there's a lot of studies that show that sensory deprivation is very therapeutic and can help with um, anxiety. And here it says, like, um, alcohol and smoking abstinence, Mm -hmm. so, like, helping Mm you quit. Um, And actually... um, I know someone who has done a sem- sensory deprivation tank and, like, said it was amazing. Um, was so- it Maxson? Yes, it was Maxson.
0: <laughs> um, How did I know?
1: But, yeah, even though he a little crazy. Yeah. Um, so, but the thing about sensory deprivation tanks is that it's, like, a limited, like, it's only an hour. Oh, okay. So, they have done... Um, So, they did, in 2008, a BBC special featured six subjects who were isolated in darkness for 48 hours. And those subjects um, reported hallucinations and um, decreased memory capacity. So, Mm. um, and this is, like, also something I, like, learned about in school. There was, um, like, any kind of deprivation, whether it's, like, sensory deprivation, sleep deprivation. Like, when your body is deprived of anything... Um, a really common response would be um, hallucinations and decreased memory capacity Um, and then um, uh, there's something called white torture which is a form of sensory deprivation typically used on political prisoners which is said to lead to loss of identity for the subject Um, it was reported by a favorite technique used by the CIA or coercive interrogations. Um, What?
0: My dad just texted me and said, you guys swear a lot. (laughs) He must be (laughs) listening. (laughs) Dad. That's so funny. Go away, Dad.
1: You're embarrassing me. (laughs) Anyway. Um, White torture is used by CACIA. Um, Individuals are immobilized, placed in a small soundproof room, and fitted with earmuffs and goggles, extreme hallucinations are followed by a complete breakdown after two days. Yikes! Yeah, so like sensory deprivation is like nothing <clears throat> new. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just found this story like so incredible.
0: Yeah, super interesting.
1: Super duper interesting.
0: Um, I guess that's why you call it a creepy pasta. I would I would have thought that was a real story, like right? for real.
1: I that's why I liked it. I like the ones that are kind of like. More
0: real, yeah, like so. more realistic.
1: Mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. insane! Insane in the membrane.
0: Insane, got no brain. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So that's that. Awesome. I think we both had really good stories this week.
1: mm mm-hmm. Mhm. And I'm gonna look into that divot box thing. I hope Zach Bagans opens or Bagans, Zach Bagans opens <laughs> it. Um. Because I want to see I
0: know, I want to see it too. Fucked. Well, they are doing, for sure, they are doing a, a live Halloween ghost adventure special. Oh, okay. I just don't know what it's going to be. So it could be that. But All either right. way, I'm going to record it because I want to watch it. Everybody and record it. I will not be there to watch it because I'll be taking my kids trick-or-treating. But.
1: And I'll be sitting on the porch in my costume giving out candy. I love handing out candy at Halloween. The kids are so cute. I know. I
0: love seeing everyone's different costumes. they costumes are so adorable. I know. I don't
1: know what I'm going to be this year. There's been talks of Tina Belcher.
0: Ooh, I dig that.
1: Um, but I'm also thinking of doing, um, making like a Sims little diamond that like floats above Oh, yeah. Head. And just
0: being a Sim. And
1: just being a Sim.
0: That's super cute.
1: Because then I could wear that to both my jobs. I have to work Halloween weekend. Um boo. I know, boo. But I don't know. I might. Ugh, I don't know. I might try to see if I can get someone to cover my shift because it's also
0: homecoming. Yeah, we're going to be there. Yeah, I know. Um, I am being the pink Power Ranger. Oh, you are? Yeah. Okay, so there's going to be two pink Power
1: Rangers <laughs> in your crew. Yeah. I love it.
0: Yeah. So James is going to be the blue one or the... No, he's going to be the red one, I think. I don't know.
1: Oh, I forgot something.
0: Oh, no. You did?
1: (laughs) Yeah. So when I was doing research on Gateway of the Mind, there is a movie, like an IMDb popped up.
0: Oh, interesting. And there's a movie.
1: Well, (laughs) I started looking into the movie. Oh. And if you're down with like homemade movies then you'll like it <laughs> because it looks like it was filmed with an iPhone. Um, oh. But <laughs> it's out there on YouTube if you want to watch it, and it's called Gateway of the Mind, and it's completely based off of um, of this story. Mm-hmm. Into, like, a real movie. Yeah, because I clicked on the IMDb, and I was like, hmm, I don't know any of these names. I've never heard of this production company. Let's look up the trailer. And then I was like,
0: oh. oh. Did you guys watch that, that movie I told you to watch last week? It
1: depends what movie was
0: it. It was The Creep?
1: No, not yet, because we've been watching Handmaid's Tale for oh, much nonstop, yeah. because I want to finish it.
0: Yeah. Okay, well, maybe you, guys, maybe you guys can watch that tonight. Oh, no, you're going to start Haunting of...
1: I'm going to start Haunting of Hill House.
0: Yes. Okay. Well, it'll be on your bucket list to watch eventually.
1: I have so many things.
0: I know. I tell you to watch all these things all the time. I know.
1: I'll watch them eventually.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you should start making a list.
1: I really should. I, I do enjoy lists.
0: Okay. So, you guys can find us at Babes and Booze Pod on Twitter and Instagram. And you can find us on Patreon, Babes and Booze Podcast. And
1: just a reminder of stuff that we're going to be doing for Patreon. Uh, yes. There will be an exclusive... Babes and Boo's Created Cocktail every month. Um, and then we'll be reading your own. Um, if you want to write to us, send us your own creepy pastas or your own ghost stories um, that you have lived through. Um, we'll be reading those off on a monthly episode on Patreon
0: as well. Um, and you get merch. You get 20% off merch. Right. I knew I was forgetting something. Yeah.
1: So, yeah, there's that.
0: Lots of fun things for Patreon. So please donate to us so we can do more fun things.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're working on seeing if we can do a um, get into the Eloise tour. Yeah, we're Um, working on that. remember, we covered Eloise in episode three last week.
0: Yes, Um, and they do tours. They're currently doing tours before it's redeveloped. So hopefully we can get in and do that before, you know, they stop doing them. So that mm -hmm. way we can do, like, a cool, like episode on site or something like that yeah so absolutely
1: oh and um did i say you could email us
0: oh no we didn't say that yet
1: you can email us (laughs) your own creepy pastas and true ghost stories at babes and booze podcast at gmail.com and my inbox is really empty so send us stuff
0: send us stuff (laughs) give us some love always okay well we will see you next week Bye. Bye.